Awesome. Good so grade. we've got folks on who've been in Nicole for eight years, Katie for seven and a half, Becca for nine, Cindy for nine, Mary for nine. Holy smokes. We're really appealing to the eight to 10 year crowd, aren't we? Yes. Andrea, I knew it. I thought she was going to be the record holder. Andrea's got 10 years. Mm. Heidi, two and a half, Becca, nine. Love, Love it. Love it. I mean, here's the thing. This is incredible. By the way, just some of you as a heads up, you're sending your feedback to just panelists only. I mean, again, we, we thought Zoom would have that handled, but it's not. <laughs> you got to click the box. How cool though, most of you, at least it's been years, right? Whether it's a few years to 10 years. I met you guys, what, 10 years ago at least? Are we coming up on 11? Sorry, I was getting Facebook started. I, th I think it was 11 because we've been in doTERRA for 13 and we were working with yeah. you at, two, at the two year mark. Yep. And so I've been at least exposed to using oils for that long because y'all baptized me in them. It was kind of interesting, a whole tub full of oils. <laughs> no, that's but right. truly, it's like, I love, yeah, that's awesome. If a drop is good, then a tub full is better. Hey, just soak in all the essential oils, right? Exactly. I thought I might turn into an orange because I love wild orange so much. Can I tell you about, <laughs> I've just had the most beautiful morning. Can we just say, number one, you guys, it's summer. <laughs> Here we so, go. Like, I don't mean to. I'm just like so happy though. It's so gorgeous. Welcome to June, everyone. A brand new month, brand new season. I know some of you live in other parts of the world, so you're not moving into summer, but those of you in the Northern hemisphere, but I just had this beautiful morning. So I have this cute patio I've been working on, right? And got this cute new furniture for it. These gorgeous, I love world market, by the way, y'all, are y'all, are y'all world market fans? Oh yeah. Oh, I love world market where I'd ordered, they have these great Adirondack rocking chairs, you know, uh -huh. and they got put together last week and just this cute. And I got these gorgeous flowers from Costco and this cute rug from Target, you know, all the favorite. I'm not sponsored by the way, by any of these, these places, <laughs> world market, Target, Costco, they are not sponsored, but I just went out this morning for my own morning ritual study time, about 20 minutes and just read and did my gratitude journal and there's birds chirping and the hummingbirds are visiting my feeder. And then I just had taken my oils out there and I just kind of like mm, transition, put a bunch of wild orange on the back of my neck. I look at wild orange, right? The oil of abundance. And so mm. I just have had this beautiful beginning to my day. It's like, I'm so happy, gorgeous and this beautiful space, but I love those oils. And man, that wild orange, I know it's a classic, but I love classics like a Jackie O. So <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love my Yarrow Palm, my Frank, you know, adaptive green mantra and the other newer other versions, but can we just give some love for the staples, right? Wild I, orange totally is and wild orange, peppermint, lemon, classics. I mean, lavender are classics guys. I mean, are we not just grateful? Think about those like three or four oils, like seriously, not just being, you know, playful about it, but like, I'm just so grateful for them, let alone this whole kit and caboodle of like, I did this diffuser blend the other day, you guys, that was like, I had heaven happening in my room. It was geranium, wild orange, of course, a drop of Melissa, elevation. 
and wow. a drop of lavender. Nice. And it was like, cause that Melissa is such high vibe, but elevation with the geranium with some orange with a little lemon lavender and a drop of Melissa. Yeah. Is that your, your summer tiff diffuser blend? No, no, no. I can't, I can't go there just yet. I need a minute. Oh. Like give me a week okay. or two to like find. <laughs> I'm just saying I tried that out as just new intuitively. And it was just like healing and nurturing and feminine and lovely, but just like brought this happiness to my space. So just that sounds saying, amazing. Yeah. But using I, are all of you, you we've, we've talked a lot under the self-care umbrella at times about having a morning ritual, starting our days with intention, whether that's, you know, again, spiritual, mental, physical, ideally it's all three for me. A lot of times mine's just the spiritual and mental, and then I'll do exercise a little bit later. Um, sometimes it's first thing in the day though, but I hope you're doing a morning ritual. And even if you're in summertime, kids out of school or whatever's been happening in your world, um, some of you are like, kids have been out of school a real long time. You know, for some of you, they never went back. I, I totally feel for you. And you get extra wild orange for that, at least, please. Um, but to still keep that routine, right? So even though you all know me as just like, and we talk about summer tiff and I play a lot more, I'm still a big believer of having routines. In Jay Shetty's book, I read earlier this last, the end of last year called Think Like a Monk. He talked about how our routines nourish our roots, right? And to have your root system still get watered and nourished. Do you have a morning routine though? I'm curious. I'd love to hear that in the chat box. How many of you, if you just want to weigh in, you have a morning routine or you need to recommit to a morning routine, but some kind of, I just invite you to start your day with something that nourishes you. If we're not conscious, it's easy to start our day on our technology, sometimes even while we're still laying in bed, right? And we're scrolling our technology or we're looking at email, we're checking our text messages or immediately we're in mom or dad mode is to have at least 10, 20 minutes where you can wake up with yourself first and get into meditation, prayer, reading, study, but the things that nourish you, right? It's such one of those mm -hmm. power principles. So even though I, I, I typically work about only 10 hours a week in the summer and I work less, my routines stay in place so that not everything is, you know, it's like, Hey, the routines of my morning routine. And, and again, some mornings are richer and deeper. I then wrote my gratitude journal out there this morning, which is so much gratitude for God and life and this beautiful earth and just thankful. And I just love that it's a brand new month. I'm so looking forward when it was like, oh, I get to meet with this favorite tribe. Andy, we missed you guys last week. I want to hear about Mexico. Yeah. I'll tell you, we got real on our session last week. That's real what I heard. I heard rich. some great, great things happening last Ooh. week. So thank you. Thank you for bringing it as always. Yeah. Well, Mexico well, was. Yeah. Let's hear about the Mexico. Did you get a pina colada oil created? That's the summer oil we're waiting for. We're, we're tinkering with a few different blends for, for your pina colada blend. And it's coming along nicely. So yes. we, uh, we, we took the vanilla down with us and shared that around. It was a big hit. But no, Mexico was amazing. Um, you know, we've, um, we've been so far away from each other for so long. Like this is the first live event doTERRA's done for you know for everyone in so long it was just so so good to 
to hug and to see faces and just to be, yeah, surrounded by the tribe. Like it was, it was just soul filling. So, and I see a couple of people here that were there. Tegan um, was there with, with her husband, um, Eric, um, Amy was there, Amy. Fulmer. Yep. So let's hear a shout okay. out to anybody else who was there. It was, yeah, it was a great little resort, you know, like not too spread out. So you're not spending the whole week just walking from place to place. Um, and yeah, just, just so good. Mm. So good. I've got a, um, good to be with people for sure. Yeah. Yep. And the negative test, um, it was super mild. Like we only had to put a swab on the back of our own mouth. We got to do ourselves and not even like down the throat, just like over on the side of the mouth. So pretty, pretty tame. Good. That way. Uh, we had some resistors who almost didn't come because they heard they had to do the negative test, but they ended up coming and they were grateful. Oh, good. I know we live in such an interesting world and you're kind of like, yeah, but in the same breath, you're like, Hey, I want to, I want to go party and play with my people. So there you go. I'm so glad you did that. Katie's saying something in the chat box, um, which by the way, a few of you again are sending your things just to panelists. You want to send that to everyone. So Delroy, your question to Andrea probably can't see it because it just went to panelists. But Katie says, still need to find those pens, smiley face. What's she talking about? Are they like magic pens? Because you know I love a good pen if I need to be in on that. Um, I assume she's talking about the erasable pens that we've given out in the past. Oh. Um, sometimes at our events or in our Christmas packages, we've sent out the, the erasable pens. Um, we just buy ours on Amazon um, and we buy the Friction brand. It's F-R-I-X-I-O-N. Mm. And... Um, Sometimes we've had some, you know, with, with custom printing put on them, but it's, it's the, the, the base product is just a friction erasable pen. Mm -hmm. So it's a life changer. Like, Oh, cool. We never leave home without it. I love those pens too. I need to order a new set though. That's a good reminder. That's a good little hint. Hint, hint. No, (laughs) I'm going to order them. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you guys, though, I did get to see Natalie and Andy before they went to Mexico. A few of our friends gathered. I did get to smell that amazing vanilla, and it's incredible. So I'm so glad to hear you're making progress with my pina colada essential oil blend that's going to smell like, you know, again, because if we take basically citrus bliss already kind of smells like a creamsicle. So that's what I imagine, wild orange and vanilla. But, you know, if just something a little with like a pineapple scent, you know, that gives us a little more tropic, then I think we're going to be in the right spot guys, right spot. So I'm good things. why we're hey. talking about summer. If anyone has also a great recommendation, do you have a favorite self tanner? Right. It's like, I'm <laughs> using one that I like fine enough, but I'm always open to suggestions. If you're a self tanner type person, um, it is the season for that, everyone. Just saying. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was talking to one of my um, coaches and mentors the other day, mm-hmm. and he's working on a new book project. Do you mind if I? He he asked that we just kind of put the concept out there and yeah, for and sure. just see Cover what it. the response is. So this is um, by Brett Harward. Um, he wrote the book, the five laws that determine all of life's outcomes. 
and um, he's working on, he, he does these trainings. And, you know, Tiffany, you and I have talked a lot about how um, as children, we're excellent observers, but we're really poor interpreters. Mm. So we take in a lot of data, but we don't necessarily know how to make sense of it, right? Like we're nature making beings. And so a lot of times when we're, you know, really young, like seven or younger, we've taken on beliefs that are not necessarily based on truth. Um, and so, you know, maybe our, our mom was serving up mashed potatoes and our serving was extra small. And so we created a belief around that, that mom doesn't love me as much, or, you know, maybe there's heavier stuff, maybe there's abuse, but, but the fact is most of us took on limiting beliefs at a really young age. And most of us built a house on those limiting beliefs. And most of us have never gone back to re-examine what those limiting beliefs were. And so most of us are built living in a house built by a six-year-old. You know, most of us are in our adult years now and, and we're still walking around with the, um, the hand-drawn crooked walls, um, the, the tilting ceiling, the, the unreinforced foundation. It's basically what, what a six-year-old would build um, based on their understanding of the world. So, so Brett's basically um, coached uh, tens of thousands of people now um, through the, the beliefs they've taken on through childhood. And he's coming up with, he's, he's basically created eight different uh, profiles or, or personalities that, that form based on these limiting beliefs. And so uh, the first one is a savior, uh, someone whose their, their purpose and their value is um, saver, saving people who are weaker than themselves. Um, most of them were given a lot of responsibility as a kid. A lot of them had, they come from divorce, um, but they have an overweighted sense of responsibility. And so part of that, um, the byproduct of that is they tend to make others weak. Um, they seek out those who are weak and they tend to make others weak and they tend to miss out on other people's gifts um, because they're playing this role of savior. The second one is prover. So this is the perfectionist, right? Someone whose value and lovability is based on succeeding or winning. And they don't feel they have value unless they're, they're winning or looking good. Um, and so they have a really bad relationship with failure. Um, and so I think doTERRA, um, we find these people who uh, they, they struggle with, with putting themselves out there because of all the no's. They, the no's just keep, they really shut them down um, because they need that external validation. The third type is the analyst. The analyst is the, is the person whose emotions they've decided are not safe. They, they feel like emotions are, are painful or bad. Maybe they were told as a kid to quit crying or to grow up. Um, and they can feel deeply, but they're not great at showing that. The fifth type, um, sorry, the fourth one is the survivor. Um, this is one who is maybe hurt or, or abused. Um, it could have been even in their teen years, but they decided that life is a fight. And they're always, uh, they feel like they're always under attack. And so they're super defensive. Um, they feel like no one will take care of them. So they have to take care of themselves. Um, 
And, and so they don't receive feedback well because they're so defensive. The fifth type is the ghost. Uh, the ghost feels like they don't matter and they don't have value. And so their adaptive technique is to just disappear. They just blend in. And this is the group that's most likely to be suicidal. They figure, why try? Um, the sixth type is the endurer. Um, life for them is a test. It's painful, it's hard, and they've, they've lost enough times that they don't really have hope. And so they're just trying to make it to the end and they're just trying to gut it out, but not in a hopeful way, like just in, in an endurance kind of way. Uh, the seventh type is a chameleon. Their worth is based on being um, what others want them to be. And so sometimes it looks like they have multiple personality types, uh, but they're all about just blending in. And they can be actually high functioning in these other groups. Uh, a lot of times they have perfectionist parents. Um, that's really common for them to create chameleon kids. And then the eighth type is the martyr. Um, the martyr is, is like the savior, but they're not as picky. Uh, they have a higher self-esteem, um, but they always put others' needs before them. Um, they, they tend to have weight issues. Um, and they, um, they seek out opportunities to, to fall on a sword, right? To just be that martyr. So those are the eight different types. And they, they're determined by three different um, axes. Um, one is a sense of control, how much they feel like they have control over their lives. Uh, another axis is their sense of personal value. And the third one is uh, their, whether they seek validation internally or externally. So um, he shared this idea with me just a couple of days ago, and I thought it was just fascinating. Um, but I'd love to hear everyone's feedback on how that lands. Like, does that resonate? Does that, does that feel grounded? Um, Michelle sends awesome information. Um, and Nicole, yes, you can be more than one. Um, there's definitely um, blends, right? Um, so yeah, somebody I was talking to the other day, they see themselves as a savior slash analyst and somebody else is an analyst slash endurer. So absolutely. Um, Susan saying, I want the book. How do I get more information? So it's not a book yet, but it's, it's, a, it's a work in progress. And um, he is, yeah, he's moving towards that. He's, he's thinking about maybe doing some research um, to see if we've got the, um, the groups nailed. We might have two groups that might be this, you know, might be actually be one or there might be more. So I'm trying to paste it in the chat and it's not letting me. So I pasted it on Facebook. Somebody was asking to, to have that written up. Um, so yeah, I think the main, so Andrea is asking, you know, does it really help us to learn how to work together with others with these different types? Absolutely. So 
in my mind, when, when you choose to lead in doTERRA, you get to become a mentor. Like it or not, you are a mentor. And so the sooner you can spot these limiting beliefs, the sooner you can help someone break free. And they might not ever change, but they can learn how to adapt to work within that framework. So, you know, I know a top leader in doTERRA who's absolutely a savior and it may serve them really well. And they could be even more powerful if they learn some techniques to, to work with other people. So when they take on a new builder, they might say, Hey, just so you know, I kind of have a savior complex. And so I might have a pattern of, of having all the ideas or making your ideas feel small or so, you know, just straight out of the gate, I want you to know that. So I want you to call me on it when you see it. Um, but also know that, that I'm absolutely committed to helping others. And it just shows up sometimes as a savior complex. So that's the, the greatest utility that I can see. Obviously self-awareness is, is huge. Um, I think all of us have massive um, limiting beliefs. Um, and we just kind of hack our way through life, not really knowing what to do with them or how to, how to work with them. Um, so yeah, Tiff, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Any, any feedback? Yeah, I think I always love awareness, right? And I think of looking at and seeing yourself, I will say that for any personality or labeling system, I don't go in a hundred percent because sure. I think just being conscious that as humans in different environments, like in certain environments, I show up more in one way and in others or when things get triggered, but we do have tendencies, right. And patterns. And so do I think that's valuable? Of course, like strengths finders, right. Or things like that, or the color code. So I think if it's, Absolutely. It's good to put out good work there where you become more conscious about who am I and how am I showing up? I think is, uh, I think it's cool. Good for him. Like, yeah, put it out there. And I think okay. the people are asking if he has YouTube videos, maybe they can kind of get to know some of his work and what he's up yeah. to. Yep. I'll post a link to that here in the comments when yeah. I find it. Yeah. But I do think like, again, looking at like, where am I feeling? Like, where am I showing up and how I'm, what's motivating me and what's the belief? Anytime that we have, again, an invitation to deeper belief work, I think is going to be great work because then you're more conscious. Because a lot of times, Andy, we're just not conscious. We're just yeah. living life like on, you know, Groundhog's Day or on the rat, you know, the hamster wheel, so to speak, where we're just repeating what's familiar and instead of just being more intentional about, oh, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? What's the belief that's running the show I think is awesome. Totally. 100% agree. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me take no, that. No, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for also putting it in the chat box so we can see it. Cause then it's easier. Some people, you know, I'm a visual. So to like see it and read it and go, oh, okay. That one's really, you know showing up for me. Yeah. I'll also put a link to his book, the five laws that determine all of life's outcomes. It's been a, uh, it's one of my top 20 for sure. It's, it's really powerful. What's one of your top 20? Um, Brett's book, 
uh, mm -hmm. the five laws that determine all of life's outcomes. So I'll put that in the links. Love it. Well, good stuff. Should we transition into some coaching or some cares? I mean, let's do it. What's going on for people today? What are you feeling? What are you needing? What's kind of up for you? Have you all created your summer bucket list yet? If not, we might want to, but in all sincerity, my coaching group yesterday, we took a little time to just do some reflecting of the previous month and then setting up intentions for the new month. It's a brand new month. June's a great time. What I do love, and I think your opportunities for business sharing are increasing in terms of more and more gathering in person, right? And people, whether we're meeting at a park, we're not saying that everyone's gathering in person, of course, around the world, and you have your own personal preferences to that, but more people are gathering in person and it's the season of outdoor time frame, and, you know, we can help support all kinds of things from sunburn to you know, bug bites to, you know, again, gathering and having a barbecue and you can, you know, have a fruit dip that's got lemon in it and different ways of recipes, but where you can be gathering people and diffusing or sharing products and the on guard hand sanitizer and, you know, making a lavender lemonade. There's just a whole lot of things, which that sounds delicious right now, by the way, <laughs> but I do think, you know, we're into a new season. And so However we can serve and support you, we'd love to do that of whatever might be up for you with your team, with mentoring, with sales, with mindset, belief work. How can we best support you today? What's up for you? I'd like you all just to kind of take a deep breath and tune into that and like, what, what's up for me today? What is it that I'm needing that is, you know, kind of having some resonance or that you're feeling maybe even out of sorts about? So we've got a question on Facebook. Francesca is asking for tips to motivate your team. Motivation. Mm -hmm. The age old question, right? How to move mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Well, I think, can I just riff on that for a minute? Sure, for sure. It's first and foremost is like, I think there's a couple of influences, of course, and we can brainstorm the rest of you. I'd like you to put the same thing in the chat box or the Facebook comments. What's one of your go-to tips that you feel like can help motivate others or at least influence them to be more motivated, right? Ultimately, that's a personal buy-in, but is how you are fostering or cultivating a culture that's influencing that, right? But I think first and foremost is are you, you know, there's this quote by Wayne Dyer where he says, fall in love with what you're selling and sell your love. If you've been here for more than two or three calls and sessions, you've at least heard this been said, likely at least once the phrase, everything is energy. There's a vibrational energy and asking yourself, how motivated am I? And what a vibrational lane am I driving in? Right. And sometimes, again, like I look at life and I look at the law of attraction or vibration, like you're driving down the freeway and sometimes you like drift lanes and you're like in the negative Nellies. Right. Or you get into the funk or you're like, eh, or you're like, eh, you know, all this stuff. And it's OK. We just intentionally come back to a high vibration lane that you're choosing to be in for yourself. First and foremost is saying, hey, how motivated and inspired am I feeling? And am I doing the things and what helps you feel motivated? And asking yourself, like, what are the things that 
I need to be doing that put myself in a higher vibration? And then again, you fall in love with what you're selling. This is the Wayne Dyer quote, fall in love with what you're selling and sell your love is that you're selling and sharing a vibration more than anything else is like when I think of doTERRA, I have two dominant words that always come up for me. I think of vitality. I think of vivaciousness, right? And those it's just like health and wellness and happiness. And just like sharing with you this morning, like asking of myself and sharing with you is like, maybe some of you need to recommit to your morning ritual, right? Like that's one of the ways you fill your own cup, moving your own body, diffusing the oils, right? Trying new recipes with them and reading good books and listening to good things that you're putting in your own brain is looking at your own sense of self, right? First and foremost is like, Hey, where am I at? Am I in a space that am I loving my life? And am I doing the habits and routines and the things that help nourish that? And so it's just the awareness and none of us again are perfect, but maybe again, a recommitment because your energy is infiltrating your team right now. We're not responsible for other people, but sometimes when we come to our team, And I come to the, if you're coming to your team, like, Hey guys, how are you? And life is so good. Can I tell you about my morning ritual and how I use wild orange with it this morning? What morning ritual do you have? Or let's share ideas as a team in our Facebook group or on our call. Like what helps start your day off, right? Like what really puts you in a good thought process? What books are you reading? Or let's read this book together. But if I come to my team with like, Hey, my cup is full versus like, Hey guys, when are y'all going to get motivated? Come on, chip chop. And you're, you're coming from that energy. Mm. So I think again, first and foremost is always, where is my own mindset? And therefore, cause your mood follows your mindset is what am I nourishing? What are my own habits? What are my routines? The things that you're doing for yourself is how energetic are you feeling right now? And I always like to start there, not as any way, like out of like, Hey, you gotta be perfect at that. But are you doing the things that nourish your own self, body, mind, heart, and spirit? You know, are you doing those things that it then you go, cool. Then you show up with others, like excited about the day and excited about doTERRA and the opportunity. And you bring that vivaciousness to your team more often than you don't, right? That to me is where I think it begins because again, I want to influence others. Well, my energy is much more influential than any of my words. Words matter, but energy is the true serum right? It's the real influence. And so, and then, yes, of course we could riff on ideas about, Hey, gather your team for team barbecue or get online for an online vision board party, or, you know, about, we're about middle of the year, like, Hey, let's make map out the next six months, or let's read this book or sharing content. Andy, anything though, before we go into any of those thoughts you want to add to what we're talking about already? Oh, I just love everything you've said. Like it's, it starts from the top, you know, we, we uh, can't really ask our team to do anything that we're not doing. And, and that starts with, um, <clears throat> with energy, you know, am I creating the kind of energy I want my team to imitate? Am I, am I, am I leading with a lifestyle? Am I, am I basing my day on a routine that I would want my team to, to follow? Um, so I just, just a huge amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. And just starting there. And I think, you know, again, Andrea, I love your two cents and thank you. Energy doesn't lie. That's why I have to check me first. And 
It's so true. And so again, it's just like putting ourselves in that. And then here, here's again, remember when, and I just said, this is fall in love with what you're selling and sell your love. One of the, the most important skills, I think, and influences on our teams that you can be doing regularly. And it might sound like a broken record, but it's everything is to regularly be vision casting with your team and talking about vision and possibility and where are you going and what do you want to create and what matters to you? Because even myself as someone who regularly coaches around vision, it's so easy for me, just like any other human to get into loops of just like, Hey, Oh, doing this and doing that and autopilot versus regularly checking back into where am I going? Who do I choose to be? What am I creating? What, how many people am I nourishing this week? How much content am I creating? Really, if you're thinking growth mode, you're creating content and you're creating connection, right? But to have goals and intentions around that, where you're sharing, when I say content, you're educating, you might do that on social media. You might do that in in a Facebook group or newsletter list or personal calls, things like that, but that you're regularly sharing content that inspires and educates, right? And that helps people, ooh, value add material. And then you're, you're connecting and contacting people because we are in the people business, but regularly be vision casting where you're talking about hope and possibility. I see some different leaders, they have, you know, testimony Tuesday and they're regularly sharing the testimonies and the, you know, it's like the witnesses, if you will, about either product or financial change or growing the business is that you're sharing those types of things. And so those are some initial thoughts is that, yes, again, is being conscious of your own energy and how you're nourishing that matched with that you're regularly vision casting or reminding people of possibility and where are you going and what do you want to create? And, and, and it is possible, you know, and that we're sharing and nourishing that I think is such a powerful way that we, you know, create that. It looks like Kira from Facebook has something similar as you can't force or even encourage people. She's saying to do it. They don't naturally want to do, but you can help them catch the vision and remind them about why they're doing it. You know, again, I know we talk about vision. It comes up on repeat and it should, because it's one of those, whether you want to quote the Holy Bible that without vision, the people perish, right. To Tony Robbins, to Marie Forleo, to what we're talking about here, Andy and I is regularly the power of vision. And that's why, again, we're at the beginning of a brand new month, new season, It's a great time to be sharing that with your people and with yourself too, right? It's like, Hey, where am I going? And what are the habits and what are the things I'm committed to? And again, being that space, like Kira's brilliantly reminding us of is that, Hey, we're going to keep helping hold the vision that remind them why they're doing what they're doing. That's so, so powerful. I love it. Yeah. I was talking to somebody in Mexico about, um, a vision call that they do with their team. And I can't remember all the details. If, if somebody is here who, who knows the source, but the, the main idea was um, to, first of all, they, they keep the call small. So never more than like 15 people and they're highly interactive. So even to be on the call, um, you have to commit to being having your video turned on <clears throat> your microphone turned on and you know fully present the whole call and um they start out with everybody sharing 
um, their, their wins and victories. Um, so it just brings this, um, you know, I've done my homework, I'm bringing my positivity and I'm focusing on the positive and I'm, I'm going to contribute to the team vision. So um, I, I really loved their, I, their, their way of keeping the community together, uh, especially during these times and, um, and just creating a culture of, of celebration and, and winning. So I thought that was great. Yeah, that's, I love that. I love also from Facebook, Larnell saying, my team has weekly Zooms, including all, so we stay connected and everyone shares and we celebrate everything small and big. They love it. We make it fun. I'm thankful I've learned to fill my cup. That way my vibe is high and it's contagious. Yeah. But yeah, celebrating the wins and the victories is such a powerful way too, where people get filled up. I don't know why this is, but the human brain is so easy to focus on what's missing, right? And what we and it's one thing to like, oh, what I want next. That easily focuses on, hey, what's missing, what's not happening. It's really important to celebrate the big and small, as well as like this morning, my own gratitude journal. I don't always write in a gratitude journal, but I do come back to that and revisit that practice because of that very thing is putting my brain intentionally to focus on the wins, right? And to see the positive and see the good. What I love about us having this conversation is hopefully we're normalizing that a lot of these are practices and they're not something we do once or we do once a year, but they're practices that we revisit and that, that, that we all get to be a work in progress and how we're showing up for ourselves as well as showing up for our teams. But I'm so thankful that this question has been asked that we can say, okay, how do we inspire our team or motivate our team? You know, and again, it starts with ourselves and then yes, we can do team zooms or gatherings and sharing of positive celeb, you know, celebration and testimonials and good content and do activities together. There's lots of things that we can do. And so I'm grateful that you're sharing those things for each other. Anyone else have a thought or comment you want to add to this conversation of What's something you do to inspire or help nourish your team? Yeah, raise your hand if you want to come on and share um, or if you have another question too. Um, one of my favorite resources for this is a TED Talk by Simon Sinek. I love called, him. Called How Great Leaders Inspire Action. Mm-hmm. And, um, and surprise, surprise, he comes back to your why right? Like it's all about leading with your why. And I think this uh, resonates with what you were sharing, Tiffany, about fall in love with uh, what you sell and sell your love. That's, that's really what we're talking about when, when we say your why. So, you know, doTERRA is kind of like the elephant that four different blind men experience. Like we all have different reasons and different experiences of the thing, but what's, what's the thing you love about it? And, and share, you know, from that space, lead from that space. Um, it's, uh, it's so much more inspiring and so much more personal when people connect with, you know, you're not just out there teaching the same top 10 oils. Like what, what is your story with doTERRA? Like, why does it matter to you? What is, um, what's the cause, what's the mission, what's the just cause, as Simon Sinek would call it, that speaks to your heart, 
and, and makes you want to get out of bed in the morning. So good stuff. Really good stuff. I just listened to a podcast with Simon Sinek last week and it was, I think it, I'm not sure what's whose platform he was on. Anyways, he's got a lot of good content that's out there. He's a great one to study and to listen to for sure. Yeah. Yep. His book, Start With Why. Um, there's another one. I think it's called Find Your Why. Um, great, great resources. And that work is never done. You know, like <clears throat> if, if we think we found our why at a cool workshop 16 years ago, that's great. And what is your why today? Like what, what moves you now? What's, what's calling to your soul and, and makes you want to uh, make a change. Mm. So let, you know, let your soul be curious um, and, and still on a journey of finding a deeper and, and maybe another why. So, so true. It's good to check into that, right? For sure. Great question. Any other questions this morning that we can serve or support you with or anything else that's up for you? Andy, what's one thing you do to keep your own self motivated regularly? You know, I mean, you've been doing this for 10 plus years, 12, 13, did you say 12 years now? 13 now. Yeah. You know, so a different, you've had obvious, you know, times where it's like, you know, ebbs and flows. What are things that help keep you nourished and checked in or, or motivated? So definitely, um, that's, that's morphed over the years. Um, <clears throat> at first my why was to, um, to shut Natalie down from doing doTERRA. <laughs> I was right. to get her off this path initially. Yep. Cause it was an expensive hobby. It was not a, a business in the strictest term. Um, so yeah, I was not inspired at first um, and I wasn't feeling called to it. But um, as I started seeing the fruits, the, the results, like the product worked, the business worked eventually. Um, my first motivation was um, I wanna be a coach. I wanna be a, a mentor to people. And so that was, uh, that was a big why that drove me and it still does. Um, in terms of like um, over the years, um, I think staying in my strengths has been really key to, to staying inspired and, and being productive. Um, I stink at teaching an intro to oils class never been my strength. Um, so one of my top three strengths is futuristic. It's my number two. And so I can cast a vision for a future that could be. Um, but uh, I just, maybe I've taught too many medicine cabinet makeovers or, you know, natural solutions classes. So my passion is, you know, dreaming of, of a world that could be, um, helping people dream of, of, of a better world themselves. Um, super passionate about storytelling. Um, so helping people rewrite their story and um, 
and connect with a deeper why and, and tell their story in a way that inspires others and moves them to action. Um, that's, that's been really big for me. Um, being creative, um, you know, being a creator and being expressive has been a core, always been a core value for me. So finding ways to um, lead the team in ways that are um, creative. Um, so making um, books, making websites, making um, different projects um, that, that help people connect to the gifts of the earth in a deeper way, that's, that's been meaningful for me. Um, I also love, a lot of my strengths are in the um, uh, strategic thinking um, area. So um, I love to think about concepts and, and ideas. And I, um, so as I was thinking about people's motivations, that's how I came up with the, the belief levels um, that the Empowered Success System is, is based on. Um, so that's, that's a passion, um, creating uh, visual ways to simplify some of these bigger concepts. Um, in fact, as I was sharing the Brett Harward stuff a minute ago, um, because I didn't have a, a graphic, I, I struggled, like I, I really wanted, especially when I was talking about the three axes, um, that's just my jam is to, to use pictures to tell stories. So um, yeah, those have been some of the motivators for me. And um, yeah, I mean, just learning because learning is such a big part of, of who I am. If, if, I'm, if I'm on that learning journey and path, then um, there's joy and, and fulfillment and easy to be inspired. So how about for you? You're, you know, you've, for most of the time I've known you, you've been the, the kind of solo entrepreneur who owns your own life. Um, so like, especially without a business partner and without, I mean, you've, you've had massive partnerships, but you've been your own ship, like your own ship for as long as I've known you. How do you stay motivated in that sense? Yeah. So I, I think, first of all, thank you for sharing all of that. And like, I just, because as we're talking about this and someone long-term, because we all know how to be motivated short-term, right? Like as humans, but how we do something long-term and we continue to work at it. Um, you know, I think for my own self, it's just been a combination. Some of the things you were sharing as well, but it's just being committed to my own self-care, right? Is that often for me, I just love the work I'm up to in the world. And I love similar with you. It's like, you're in the same vibe. Like we're doing the same things. We're coaching people to greatness, to breakthrough, to change. We're all change agents. Every single one of you watching or listening, you're in the business of selling change really. And you similar, you're a coach, you're a trend transformational influence for people's lives, personally, financially, right. Health wise, of course. And I love that. Whenever though my own motivation has needed quote support is usually I just need some time to reset or recommit to my own self-care. 
and that I'm sometimes tired physically, right. Or emotionally and doing the habits, right. Body, mind, heart, spirit. And so everything that I'm often teaching is my own work, right. For my own life is working on my own self-care habits, as well as purpose and vision and intention and showing up to serve and being in those things. But yeah, it's, it's for me, it's pretty simple. It's one of those, those things usually on repeat where, you know, you're just committed, not perfect, but to doing those things. And it naturally is like, it's what I want to be doing versus like, oh gosh, I better, you know, try to make some things happen. It's like, it's an exciting creation. And to me, I'm in love with the process of creation, not just the outcomes, right? And so it's similar. I know you've, if you've been here again, more than a minute, you've heard me talk about gardening a lot. And I love that example is I love the process of gardening, not just the harvesting. And so the process of cultivating, nourishing um, content, space, support, value add, connection with others, and you fall in love with the process a bit. So those, that's how for me, you know, over time, it's just like, I love the process of being connected and nourishing and very similar things you were talking about for yourself. But yeah, there's times where if I'm feeling low motivation or just feeling kind of blah, you know, one of our beautiful friends who rank advanced last month, and she was on my mindset makeover coaching call yesterday. And, and she was saying, I'm just feeling kind of tired. And she just needs a little rest. You know, she had some good numbers last month and had this rank advancement. It's like, let's honor that, that you need some time to rest. Right. And to create that and give yourself permission and whether that's physical rest or time away from your technology and just putting your phone down and getting time in nature. Nature is a great restorative for me. So those are some things that, that do, you know, that help support me, keep my own motivation in a good space. So good. I love this comment that Tegan said, you cannot microwave a seed. It takes time. Yeah, for sure. Right. You just need time to nourish it. And so you, as you know, again, you're working on that and we're committed. We're in the process. We have our hands in the dirt, so to speak. It's not like, but I give my, I've learned over the years to give myself grace more so, and hopefully modeling that too. Of like, oh, it used to be like perfect, perfect, perfect was running the show. You know, so when you're mentioning those different ideas or in from Brett's content, it's like, yeah, that used to really run the show versus like, it's, a, it really is about progress and practices than it is about perfection. And so my own motivation is not perfect. I don't even know what that would mean, but I practice and therefore there's progress regularly for my own stuff. Hey, Tiff, Cass is asking in the chat. Um, her biggest block is defining her why. Mm-hmm. So what would you, what would be your coaching if someone is just feeling like maybe I don't have a why or mm-hmm. my why doesn't speak to my heart anymore? Like wh- where would you point them? What would be your, your advice? You know, loves, I think that sometimes this conversation we, we want, and for some people it is, they've had like a big revelatory moment, but for most of us, you know, again, I think sometimes you might have this really clear, like, this is my why or my purpose. A lot of times we interchange those words, but sometimes we might be waiting right for the blackboard to drop from the sky. That's like, Hey, here's your purpose versus understanding that a lot of it is again, your purpose is likely found in service of some kind, 
you know, Wayne Dyer says that where he says your purpose is found in service. And so some form of our, I, I really think as humans, similar between all of us is we're here to learn, grow and love, right? Learn, growth, love, contribution. So learning, growth, contribution is some form of our purpose and our why. And so for me, you know, again, so whether someone's a real estate agent or they're a hairstylist or they're in childcare support or they're in essential oils, is that really the purpose is found in service, is serving other people and it, your own learning and growth that's happening in that. So sometimes I think we try to make our why more complicated is just to be intentional, like I'm going to show up in love today. Again, if you're selling homes or you're selling oils, it's like, I'm going to show up and add value today. I'm going to serve. I'm going to love. I'm going to be about the business of, you know, helping other people. Now, some, again, some people have a really clear calling where they felt they've always had a connection to animals or to medicine or to the earth. And they really feel a calling on their life to invest more time in an area for sure. But the same energetic values are, are I believe, connected to purpose for all of us. It's just how we choose to invest it. That's my initial thought. Andy, anything you want oh, to add man. to that? No, that's so, so good. Um, I was in Mexico and, and coaching with a leader who had started a long, long time ago. And in the course of her journey, I think two years ago, um, she uh, separated from her partner. And, um, and so I asked her, you know, well, she, I think she was asking about some other question, like, how do I re-engage, you know, like I've kind of disengaged. And I was like, well, what's your why? And she said, I mean, she had to think about it for a minute. She's like, well, the problem is my why was this, this cause that my partner and I were a hundred percent in on together. And so now that my partner's gone, I don't like, you know, there's a lot of pat baggage associated with that why that's tied to that ex-partner. And, <clears throat> and she ha actually had a new uh, fiance with her there on the trip. And I, and I said, well, have you, have you talked about this cause with, with your fiance? And she's like, no, I haven't. And I was like, do you think they might be, you know, like into that or for, and for her, it was animals. It was, she wants to create an animal shelter um, and just create all this massive healing for, you know, rescued animals. And so she was like, no, I've never even brought it up with them. So um, it's, it's funny how simple it can be sometimes. Like we, we do try to make things too complicated. And I think that's one of the, the products of privilege. Like we, we live in a world where we just have a lot of spare bandwidth. And I mean, if a lot of these places we visited, you know, these, these people are living hand to mouth and there's just not the space to think about like, you know, what's my cause? What's my, what's my why? It's like, well, I, I need food in my mouth. Like I need a roof over my head. And so let's not complicate it. Let's like for, for this particular builder, it was, I'm, I'm going to, talk to my fiance, um, see if they're on board. And I, I can almost guarantee they will be hundred percent on board. Um, they're just, you know, beautiful serving soul. So 
I think clearing blocks is, is maybe one of the, the next steps. Um, doing the work, the work of releasing emotional baggage, um, clearing out um, what some people call secondary thoughts, you know, like what are the, the what ifs or the yeah buts in my life. Um, and so that's what it was for her. And it was as simple as that. And she got really emotional just thinking about being on mission again with, with a partner. So yeah, keep it simple. I think it's, it's really, really powerful advice. Absolutely. And I think, again, we, we, to your, we do try to complicate it or we're expecting to have this like high on the mountaintop moment, you know, which that can happen as we know, Andy, we've seen it, you know, um, but, you know, sometimes we're waiting for this, again, big blackboard, to, the clouds part, it drops, here's your purpose. And again, a lot of it's just paying attention to your own heart, but whether it's with animals, like this woman you're talking about, you know, or real estate or helping people with their hair or aesthetics or their homes and decor to essential oils and their health and wellness is the same purpose is love. Love and service is the foundation it's just like where we're choosing to invest that time into what causes, you know? So thankful. I'm glad we talk about that because all of us in this moment can choose to say, let's go live our purpose. Let's bring more love and more light. Whether you're in the grocery store line today, checking out, you choose to make eye contact with your cashier and just put love and energy and positivity their way, acknowledging people for great customer service, you know, to nourishing one of your children and reading with them or doing something where, that you're loving on them to, you know, again, you're on the phone with a builder or nourishing someone that you've sent a sample to is really just what we're intentional about. Like, Hey, I want to bring value and love to the spaces I enter today. And that really is a way for me, at least, you know, I'm always open to learning how other people connect to purpose, but for me, it has everything to do with my intention and my energy and the love or the motivation driving the behavior. Right. And so I think we can all choose in to say right now, hey, wherever we're going today and the different interactions in our homes and out in the world, online or in person, we're going to be choosing to bring light and love and the intention to be a, a vessel of service, right? That we're going to add that kind of value. So anyway, we love you guys. We're so glad we're here. Welcome to June. Welcome mm -hmm. to a brand new month and a new summer and new opportunity. We'll be back here next Wednesday. Looking forward to that as well. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.